Hello and welcome into another Red Out podcast. My name's Devin. I'm so glad to be back in the studio and talking Western athletics. We're going to have Matt. How's it going, Matt? What's up, buddy? Not much. Let's get this started. Hey, hey how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. Um, and uh, <sighs> Matt, how you been, buddy? I've been good, man. I've been busy. Busy. I, yeah. Working life, bro. Sure. Yeah. Get slinging policies. Yes. Um, I don't know what it is. So just a few things. I mean, we've Mind been you, you slinging the bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, big, big news. You, you should refer to me now as Colonel Stewart. Um, oh. I actually am a Kentucky Colonel now. So, oh, congratulations. so there you go. Thank you, sir. Um, Colonel. Yeah, I've got the we had a um, individual. We took care of his friend and. He approached uh, the us, I say us, the funeral home staff, and was like, are y'all colonels? And we're like, no. And he's like, well, I guess you will be now. Good and he guy. sent it off, and we were all like, cool. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, um, and as you all have may have noticed, we are missing someone tonight. Oh. Our little buddy Jared has moved out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a girlfriend now, and she uh -oh. stole him away from us. Oh, I'm kidding man. about the last part, but seriously, he's he uh, he's he's uh, he's got some more responsibilities with his uh, with his job and uh, other activities, so he's not able to join us a lot this season. Um, but he said, as soon as he's able, he's going to be able to he's going to try and come on the podcast again, and uh, we look forward to that. And uh, I wish him all the best because you know. He's our little buddy. I did tell him though. I saw some of his pictures online. Um, I didn't. I didn't know he could grow facial hair. I didn't know that he had got to that age yet. But hey, you know what? Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> I'm proud of you. So, um, uh, Jared. But all the best to Jared. Yeah, seriously. I hope he's doing good and everything. And um, congratulations. Throughout the season, we should just randomly call to him and have awkward silence. <laughs> Jared, what do yeah. you think? Yep. Jared. Jared. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, – sorry, I'm trying to send the podcast to a few people real quick as we're doing this. Um, but um, congratulations, Matt. Um, I saw that you got the child porn charges dropped, so good job. Appreciate it. I don't know how oh, you did that. Okay, we're congratulations. just kicking – Kicking it off, yeah. All right, okay, buddy. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's, it's You're quite welcome. the relief. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, but no, seriously. Hey, um, glad to see you're doing good and work and everything. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, I've been biking. I've been biking. This You've summer. been biking. Bike. Awesome. Yeah, had you seen that? I, I rode uh, one I, uh, a few weeks ago. I, I saw where I saw where you and a group are. You and you followed a group of bikers. How about that? Bicyclists? <laughs> a group of bikers. You followed yeah. them around. Sounds yeah. like another one of my creepy hobbies. Thanks a lot for <laughs> painting it that way. <laughs> Me and my biker friends. <laughs> well, that's okay. You, I mean, you've seen Super Troopers. 
Yeah. Right. You saw that back in the day where they were yeah. like supposed to meet up and she's dressed as a biker chick and he's dressed mm-hmm. as a cyclist. Cause he told, she told him to wear biker clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I love that movie. But anyway, oh, yeah. um, every time I say like, Oh, you know, I had the, something about my bike. They're like, Oh, you have a motorcycle. I'm like, no, not the cool kind. The one with out the motor, the one you have to put effort into. Yeah. That's what I ride. <laughs> I actually have not ridden a, my, I've got a motorcycle. My wife's got a motorcycle. We have not ridden our motorcycles since at, before Abby was born. Really? I just, honestly, I didn't have a lot of time. Um, and I mean, like, first off, I, I'm not riding that thing through town, any town. It does not matter. I'm going to ride through the back country, you know, where there's nobody around because people are stupid and working at a funeral home, you always see like the worst of things. You know oh, what I'm saying? True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we see all the worst things and, um, so we're actually probably going to get rid of our motorcycles. I mean, especially with the kid. So, uh, it's hard to bring her along. Well, I mean, I mean, she she could technically, but I would not feel safe, and it's not wouldn't be an option for me. On there. Yeah, yeah, but just put her put her in one of those little uh, sling things, and yeah, put her on my back. Yeah, no, um, I don't want you know I don't want to look like Bobby Petrino, and you know she be on the back, you know. Mm. So He's his volleyball friend, yeah, yeah, she was just riding somehow. Uh, didn't get a scratch on her. Um, biggest news I've got from the summer, uh, obviously, one of the last things we talked about before our summer break was Davion McKnight leaving, mm-hmm. and he left. So there's that. <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert, case, people, in case you didn't know, yeah, he's gone. Um, so congratulations, uh, congratulations to him. Um, I hope he does well. I hope he starts um, wherever. Where did he end up? He went uh, uh, Xavier. Xavier. There you go. I it's knew it was a bigger. Yeah, it's just like a group of five transfer ground at this point. Like they just, you know, like they took uh, the guy from UTEP, uh, Sule Boom, and whatever, which is like one of the coolest names ever. Yeah, but, I was about um, to say that's pretty cool. Yeah, but he was he ended up doing really well, and I, I hope Davion does well too. But it's always yeah. kind of, you know, it's kind of scary to you know to go to the quote unquote the bigger program or the the better roster, and then you hope they don't get washed out and get lost in the in the show. That honestly, that was my fear is that you know, and I, and I'm don't get me wrong, I want him to do well and I want him to succeed and you know make it pro and all that stuff, but you know. I don't want him to get lost in the wash, you know, mm-hmm. when he moves to Xavier or, you know, some of these other players leave out, then, you know, it, it, it just, it kind of makes it useless for them to have left. Um, right. But, you know, on the flip side of the coin, some of these bigger schools, you know, some of these kids leave, you know, Xavier and come to a quote Western and, you know, they don't do as well either. So it, it could go both mm-hmm. ways. That's true. Um, do you have anything else that we missed over the summer? Um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of made a, a quick list um, okay. of a couple of things and you, you named some in your, <clears throat> when we were kind of talking beforehand, but, um, you know, baseball had a, a really nice, um, end of the season and uh, they ended up getting, I think it was the four seed. Um, okay. I've slept since then. I didn't have as much time to, to prep today, but. I'm pretty sure it was a four seed, yeah, because they were playing uh, Dallas. They were in Dallas Baptist side of the bracket, but um, yeah, they got a four seed, which is the first time in uh, a long time that that we've even been that close to the top of the conference, and um, really had a nice year. Um, and then um, right after, there was all this drama with them too. Um, you know, like getting rid of all these players, and there was like, well, players. A lot of players were transferring, and you know, well, it, it, a lot of weird stuff was coming out. Like people were like some of the parents, and it was yeah. some odd stuff that I mean, I think is newsworthy to mention. It was it was some weird uh, comments, um, yes, coming from different angles <laughs> about about how things were handled and whatever. So. Yeah, it's, but uh, and a lot of it hasn't. And and, 
like we the the reason I really haven't brought it up or said anything about it is it can't is it's not really been corroborated by outside sources. Does that make sense? So it's only if there's a handful of people who are kind of saying, yes, this is what happened. And then like, but we don't have anything else saying things happened. Well, so, I mean, to, to clear, to clarify what, well, I guess what we do know, basically there were people complaining, saying there was uh, that basically that Raritan had kind of said, um, you know, that most of the team could, you know, pack up and, and leave, even though, um, he kept he kept them on in his first year and then let them go after or whatever. And so anyway, a lot of it's conjecture after that. But yeah. the the bottom line is a ton of players left and uh, it's a, it looks totally different. And I mean, here's the main thing is I hope all the kids that did leave, I hope they land well and I hope they have successful careers. And then I hope yes. going forward that Western baseball is is good and that it's a I mean, I would and all that type of stuff. I would, I would be completely fine with Western baseball, you know, doing really well and making it to, you know, a what a Louisville or UK level program. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they make it to that level of a program that they're consistently doing well, um, then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm completely happy with the program. Well, yeah, I mean, Louisville's been well, and that's what I'm saying. You know, good. Yes. So, you know, that's the um, standard. Yes. <laughs> Anything less um, and uh, fire them. Yes. Well, I mean, and that was the thing. That was the weird thing that kind of made everybody kind of do the give, you know, kind of give a weird look because it was like, you know, they had a really good season and then things were starting to be said online and other places that, you know, you just kind of went, hmm. Yeah. It's weird. It was, was definitely, yeah, after the season they had historically good for the last decade yeah um, like broke a lot of the trends in the last decade of the whole program yeah and that so it was odd but yeah very odd um, to, to i guess to get to transition a little bit um the uh the conference in baseball and really a lot of some of these um especially the ancillary sports some of the non especially non-football it seems like the conference is going to be pretty decent in general, and that was some of the bigger summer news. Is obviously bringing in the four, uh, the four new schools: um, yeah. Liberty, New Mexico State, Sam Houston State, and Jacksonville State. Um, yeah, so I think some it, of those, some of those other sports are pretty interesting to look at. How good yeah. their programs really are. I'm, I'm interested in um, Liberty for sure. I mean, Liberty's always had. Um, of course, they've kind of got a, an unusual um, story, so to speak. There's some mm-hmm. some things been going on in their past, along with some others. But um, you know, there's interesting stories going out going around about them. But you know, we still do have some old faces still at you know in Conference USA, uh, Florida International. We've got Law Tech, Middle Tennessee, um, and UTEP are still still stuck here with us in this um, <laughs> depressing Jimmy Buffett land of Conference USA. Um, but, you know, so which which team are you more excited to see, Matt? As far uh, as the I new... Mean, the, I think hands down the most interesting, like immediate arch rival is going to be Liberty. Like if yeah. you look at every one of their programs, they're, they're a lot like – Western in, in tons of ways. And basically it's going to be one, two, maybe three in some sports where we're two of the top three teams in the whole conference. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think it's an immediate, like, you know, we might be being nice to each other on Twitter because nothing's really happened yet, but I think <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath here within six months. We're all going to hate each other. <laughs> I was going to say, I think there's going to be something nasty that happens October 25th and it's going to be, it's going to start because we're going to be playing on the 24th. So we'll see how that works out. Um, Somebody's going to hate somebody. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And of course, like what, what's your least favorite team to see? Probably New Mexico state, Sam Houston Uh, team that you're just like, Um, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, 
Um, they all, I think they're they're all decent. I mean, maybe like Jacksonville State's interesting because they got Ray Harper. That's immediately yeah. something to talk about at least. Um, I mean, it's, I think the least interesting maybe it is New Mexico, New Mexico State. I mean, there's like no connection to them in, in many ways. I think they were in the the Sun Belt a little bit when Western was there for a few years. Uh, I, so there's see, some kind of history, but I mean, yeah, that's definitely not much of a connection there. But I think they were like um, they were like a Dakota, North Dakota, or whatever when Western was there. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like Western didn't play them in football because football wasn't they weren't in football. They they're conf- let me try to explain this. Well said. There, that sport was not in conference uh, in the Sun Belt when they were there. It was another sport that was there. Because Western's wow. done that before. Mm-hmm. Where yeah, um, Western used to be in the, you know, the Sun Belt, but we were in the, um, um, well, we were in the Gateway and other conferences. Yes, because I think soccer and maybe track was actually in Sun Belt when we were not yet. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basketball was in the Sun Belt forever. You loud as all get out, kid. <laughs> How old is she now, man? She's three. Three. Before oh, in January. Okay. She's okay. three going on 30, so. Three going on 30. Yeah. Yes. She argues okay, with everything. In December, one of my daughters, so. And she'll be okay. four in December, so they're basically the same age. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, you understand my pain. Oh, um, Side note. Um, my, she's actually started, um, the infant self-rescue swimming. Okay. And <laughs> the first couple weeks she was not a fan and actually she's doing well now. So that's awesome, man. Hey, that's really good to get them started that early. Well, okay. I'll tell all our listeners. I was a skeptic and I'm not going to lie. Um, my mother-in-law came up with it. So automatic skeptical, Right. Mother-in-law's come up with it. You automatically go, mm. oh yeah. So I was like, "What's it got? You know, what is an infant going to do?" Right. I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking infant self-rescue. Okay, she is, you know, she's going to float. She's going to teach herself to float, and she's going to wait for us to come get her. I'm like, that does nothing to save her life. Um, and then I actually started. I read a lady's blog online. Um, of course, this was. After my wife and I got in a fight about it, so there we go. Um, <laughs> there's that mandatory uh, reading time. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, well, let me check the next link on Google. Um, and this lady was talking about her experiences with it, and uh, you know, I started reading, and it's talking about well, you know, kids that are between you know one and four, they teach them to swim to the side, the ladder, etc. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. You know, and then when they get tired, they teach them to float. And I was like, okay, I can, I can go along with this. Okay. You know, cause she's actually learning to swim. Mm-hmm. So for the first couple of weeks, like the first week they taught her to float, tried to, and of course she started having, uh, I won't say issues, but she was very hesitant to, to relax. So the teacher's like, okay, if you don't want to relax, you're going to swim. So she started swimming. <laughs> uh, so uh, that next week or so was awful. Yeah, we're on week. Uh, this is the we've got four weeks left, I should say, and she's actually doing a lot better. So, well, good but, man. I mean, but I digress. Um, <laughs> so no joke. The uh, I mean, and it, it's a good thing. And if parents, you know, if you want to do that for your kid, you know, I would find somebody who's got you know who's accredited or whatever with the classes and stuff and. You know, go from there because I mean, I think it is it is useful for them uh, for kids. But uh, you know, I mean, it, it, if it's preventable, you know, you can save your kid's life. You might as well do it. Um, I would think so, Devin. That that would be a good move. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Uh, Jared, what do you, you think? We're fighting against. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> uh, so football, we got another week. Or right, let's see, first game is September second. So next uh, Saturday, yeah, ish. 
because we're we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh, so next Saturday is going to be Western's first game. We're going to be playing South Florida. Uh, it will be on CBS Sports Network. We will talk about the uh, media rights uh, a little bit later in the episode. And uh, it's been a hot topic online, and uh, people are not a big fan of it. And the state-run media is definitely playing double time, trying to keep things under wrap. Just saying. Uh, Western will be playing South Florida. Uh, and I'm guess, and that's at home, uh, so that'll be a good game. Um, 3:30 p.m. On, on that next Saturday. So Matt, what I know you've been to some of the games, or not games, sorry, some of the practices during uh, summer workouts uh, and uh, summer camp, fall camp, whatever. What were your What are your thoughts on uh, Western thus far? Well, um, yeah, I went I went to one practice, um, and so. I mean, most of the time they they just were in trouble, so there wasn't much to. <laughs> they, made them, they made them do up downs for half the practice, so that was that was what I learned. Um, this team has no discipline. I mean, I don't know what to say. No, um, but I, I think overall, like you, you kind of hear rumblings and you kind of follow some of what they're saying, um, even in interviews and stuff, and just kind of trying to understand the makeup of the team. I think it seems like. Obviously, we're going to be pretty solid. I mean, we, we returned a lot of – like, if you look at position groups, there's basically a star or someone that is predicted to be a star in every position group. Cool. We returned, yeah, I mean, we return someone that is a quality starter in just about every position group. Now, that doesn't mean that every position group has a proven starter to go next to them like uh, some of your linebackers and D-line and stuff like that. But you've yeah. got some pieces um, that you can that you can definitely say, okay, if we have somebody that's decent next to them, we're going to be all right. Yeah. And so um, I think overall it honestly seems like the defense is completely fine. Um, there's a lot more. Uh, I think there's pretty good depth in the secondary and, and linebackers and stuff. And then – I think the D line seems like it's going to be okay. It's hard to know, um, you know. I think some. I think we're looking pretty solid there. Actually, I think ironically, maybe the the biggest worry spot seems to maybe be receiver depth. Like they've they moved uh, Lil Will uh, Willie Tiger Jr. I can't believe he's he's in college. But, Dude, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at his picture on ESPN. And he reminds me of he reminds me of K1 Jakes from a distance. Like when right before you click on it, because uh, K1 Jakes used to have the little roll of uh, those corn rolls. Am I, is that the right yeah. one? Yeah, he, he used to have those too, just like that. And yeah. I mean, they weren't as long as Willie's, but good lord! But that's what it reminds me of from a distance. Yeah, when I click on it, he looks just like his dad in the face. <laughs> little Will yeah, for real. Used to be hoot back in the day. Yeah, he, course, was, he, he was, was like, awesome, man. What was he like? Eight years old back then? Because it's been, uh, uh, let's see, it's been uh, twelve years. Two thousand ten was when he first came around. It's been, and he's a sophomore, so I'd assume he's about twenty. So he was probably about yeah. seven or eight years old, maybe. I don't even know. I guess he was. I, I thought he was a little older than that, but yeah, well, he, he would have been ten or eleven when he when they were when they were yeah. about to leave. Yeah, that's interesting. Um. Yeah, I guess he was that young, but he was yeah. funny. Like he, I remember one time he <laughs> he asked Andrew Jackson about, uh, <laughs> and Andrew Jackson was a big scary linebacker and a real serious guy. And, and Willie goes, Andrew, were you named after the president? <laughs> <laughs> and Drew goes, I just play football. That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah like well the thing that our listeners may not understand about andrew jackson was <laughs> is that he was not he didn't go home after practice he plugged into his locker he had a little charger there and then he just played football so uh god knows where he's ended up now but yeah. you know but uh, yes um my favorite thing uh, little Will did was uh, he was telling me one time 
Um, of course, he was, I mean, this is elementary school age kid. And he comes up to me during practice and he goes, hey, I got a scholarship to go play at Bowling Green High. And I, was, I thought to myself, no wonder you're the Western's coach's kid. But, <laughs> I thought, but you know, it was like, hey, good job. Congratulations. You're in elementary school. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so did you, do you think there's going to be a little issue on the offensive line this year? Or do you think they're, they're okay? Offensive line. I, I think, um, I think for sure, I think we'll have a good first few that I think we can pretty much know they're going to be good. But um, from what, um, what, from what some of them said, I think it seems like we, we made some good, we got some good pickups and we have some depth. I, I don't know. I, you know, that's yeah. something that, like, from uh, just observing, I, I thought that we might be a little uh, little shallow there, not have much depth. But from some of what's come out, I, I think I think they think they're fine um, on offensive line. And I think uh, running back seems to be deeper than people would think. Um, I, think we, I think running backs could be pretty good. So, weirdly enough, it's uh, – kind of receivers uh, and tight ends too are concerned. I, I I don't know, but it seems like receiver is the biggest question mark well, besides Corley and Dalvin Smith. And okay, I have – Yeah. Okay, I've got a question for you. Okay. Turner Helton. <laughs> okay. This is not Coach Helton's son, is it? No, it's – uh, It's his it's nephew, I'm guessing. Yeah. I thought, dear Lord, do not give us a freaking Coach Cal thing again, <laughs> except it's football this time. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, I just saw that on the roster, and I was like, good Lord. Yeah, it's funny. He actually uh, signed up with his uncle over his dad at Georgia Southern. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think he – speaking of him, I, I think he's – I mean, he's definitely a better fourth arm in the – in the bullpen, so to speak, uh, than we ever had when we were at Western. Um, yeah, well. It's amazing the level of each one of the arms that we have. Like, I think all four of them could have probably started at some point uh, while we were there, Devin. I mean, it, it's it's pretty amazing. Well, I'm sure. Level. Well, I mean, Austin I mean, Reed, I, I have no doubt there at least. Um, yeah, of course. And I don't know about Bronson Barron. He's a junior. Yeah, he, he transferred from Weber State, and he played some at Weber State. So he's like a – I mean, that's an FCS program, but yeah, he, he played some. I think he's a pretty good prospect, and he left because they had a coaching change and stuff. I think I he's mean, probably your backup. And then you got Veltkamp, who's yeah. the uh, strength coach's son. He's a – I think he's got the most upside potential of anybody. Yeah. he's He's got a nice – Big body and a heck of an arm. I, I, I just I like him a lot. If we can get him to stick around, I think he'll be when he gets Good. to play here. Dude, he's six six and two thirty five. Good gosh, yeah, he's, he's a big kid. kid. Yeah, yes, he's he been, is. He's been big the whole time, <clears throat> but he's really filled out some even more. And uh, he's I like him a lot. Um, I like him a lot. It, I like it a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, seriously, he's a good prospect. Um, that's good. Yeah. That's know, good. There's Turner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> old, old, healthy poo. Um, but I think he's any one of those. I think are at least remotely competent enough to go in a game, which is something that you wouldn't have wanted uh, back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean. There were there were young men that played at Western um, that I think would have done okay their freshman year. Brandon Dowdy is the biggest one because yeah. like he was there in like 1999. <laughs> uh, <so. laughs> but no joke, like he was there forever. But he did, uh, you know, I I think he actually started. Was it his freshman or sophomore year? And then he got he hurt. His, his redshirt freshman year. There you and go. He got the start against Navy, and he blew out his leg one of the first yeah. plays of the game. 
Yeah, and then he was out, which, by the way, mm-hmm. I want to say it was like the first drive or two. Uh, it was really right there, right at the beginning, and then he got hurt. And those first two drives looked awesome for, you know, for a redshirt freshman. I mean, it was pretty pretty awesome. Brandon was um, unique in that. Like, he, he just came in, and I believe he had had a lot of training and whatever, but um, he, he was really polished for, like, such a young – player um his feet were great you know like some of these yes guys were they'll come in and they just look like even belt camp kind of looks like that still like he's still thinking about his feet brandon when he came in was just ready to go um you know as far as his footwork i mean not quite but he he still had work to do but he really had nice feet and it makes a big difference when uh, are you laughing at something? Yes, I am laughing because oh I'm just Whatever, picturing man. you. Like, Brandon had. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just thinking of like you're like. You can, can we have a can we have an adult conversation here? Man? Come on now. <laughs> Not between the two of us. No. No. Um. Right. But I, known. I mean, you're, you're you're. I mean, I imagine you're right. Um, you're childish, bro. But he's. <laughs> oh, child, please. Um, but like Veltkamp, I mean, he's a freshman. He's sick, but he's six six. 235, so he's going to be long and lanky, and there's going to be some issue. You know what I mean? Um, so he's going to have some kind of growing pains. Like, it sounds bad, but, like, when I see a kid that, that that's that big, I picture, like, the uh, the baby uh, Great Dane or, you know, like, you know, something like that. Or, like, that kid that was that 12-year-old that was, like, eight foot tall. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen videos of that kid, but he's playing basketball and he's like seven foot playing against, uh, you know, other fifth graders and <laughs> just trouncing them like I would. But um, that's what I picture. But, um, I mean, and other na- big names on the roster that can- that we've got back, uh, Irvin Poindexter is coming back for- at running back. Um, and then uh, we've got um, – sorry, I'm scrolling here. Uh, Malachi Corley is back at wide receiver. Um, what was the injury? Or is that public? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know exactly. There was some rumblings that maybe Matt, excuse me, Matheson, the uh, mm-hmm. kind of the second or third receiver, um, yeah. may be out for a little bit. Like at first, we heard he might be out the whole season. Blah, blah, blah. Michael Matheson, yeah, he's yeah, a Michael senior. Matheson. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was he was pretty decent last year and and produced some, so it, it's definitely concerning, especially because it seems like if you watch some of the interviews and stuff, they're talking about like trying to get the receivers to step up and trying to, um, you know, put them in situations to see what happens when the lights come on and all this stuff, and they're saying stuff like that, and it's like crap. I think they're they're a little concerned about this. So with an injury. Oh. Oh, I just got, I just, you, you're talking about wide receivers. I was scrolling through the roster. There's a Scottsville dude playing for Western. <laughs> Jax Cooper. That is awesome. Yeah, but I did yeah. not realize that until I just saw that. That's awesome. Yeah, I will definitely be. Teams the last well, I mean, yeah. Time. I mean, but we usually get overlooked by the Bowling Green snobs. So it's whatever. I mean, you know. <laughs> No, you know, no, uh, no chip on bad the feelings or, uh, no, did you no, look no get looked over as a trainer? Did you look over as a trainer? Did you no, I was, looked over as a trainer? Uh, no, no. Docky was like, you're a guy. Yeah, come on. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, no, I honestly like my, I won't, I, my interview with Docky was like, he walked, he was like, come on in here. He's like, you need to shave the beard. Cause I had a full beard at that point. Uh, and I was like, okay. So I shaved it down to a goatee. Um, and I mean, basically the rest is history. He's just like, yep, you're good. Let's go. Shave uh, your beard. Yeah. That's, the I mean, game. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. It's no joke. Cause I, I remember I had a, of course, you know, like high school kids, you're just learning. Well, I won't say learning, but you're just able to grow beards or oh, facial nice hair. Thing. So you're like, Oh, okay. So I, you know, I started growing it out like my spring semester. I think I started growing the beard. Um, and then so, you know, I went and talked to him and stuff. And he was like, yeah, you shaved the beard. You're good. So, yeah, basically it was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Doc, you, oh, yeah, Doc Dude, was super laid back. 
I couldn't grow facial hair until I was like 30. <laughs> I'm serious. I've got, I don't know if you've seen pictures or whatever, but I got this like goatee thing. I don't yes. know. Yes. Uh, Yours and, is like a traditional goatee though. Yeah. Well, that's all I can grow. Like I've trimmed it only a few times in like two years. Yeah. This is like basically fully grown for two years. This is what I got. Now, see, my wife prefers me clean shaven, but I, 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 I hate shaving around my mouth. I, and, you know, lips are like the hardest thing to shave. So I'm like, you know, when my child was born, I was like, I'll have some time off work. I can start growing it. It won't be as, you know, because I always feel awkward, you know, if we have a family and I've got facial, you know, got scruff. I'm like, mm -mm. so I use that time to grow my facial hair. Or at least start, and so there you go. I've had I've had a goatee now for three years, and you know before that I've had it off and on for several years. But uh, back to football, nobody yeah. cares about my facial hair. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have heard that Blue Smith is really good. Blue Smith, okay. Yes, uh, he's a senior out of Huber Heights, Ohio. Six four, two hundred ten pounds. I've heard he's pretty good, so maybe somebody to watch for. Um, of course, we got Josh Stearns back. Uh, he's a sophomore this year. Hopefully, we'll get some. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I like his look. Yeah, he looks like a. Which, by the way, Blue Smith is like cool. Like, yeah. I mean, like you name your kid a color. I mean, that's crazy, but it's funny. Um, and then you've got, of course, we got a lot of wow. Louisville kids here too, a lot of Bowling Green kids. I did not realize how many kids they, we got done out. A pretty good job. I mean, they've done a pretty good job recruiting some local kids. Yeah, um, it's nice to see. Um, yeah, it's something great. that they've missed out on. You mentioned Blue Smith. Yeah, he. I think it's worth. Yes. Mentioning. He he went to Ohio State and then transferred to Cincinnati. He's the number thirty nine overall player according to rivals in his class. He was a four star receiver. Okay. So okay. Wow. Um. Yeah, of course, Willie Taggart Jr. I mean, were you really surprised when Coach when Little Will came? I, and I'm I will call him Little Will until the day I die. But um, were you surprised when Little Will came to Western after Coach lost his job, Coach Taggart? Uh, I mean, I, I guess you know. Um, See, I'm not. I really was not. I was not surprised. I was not surprised. And the reason I say that is this kind of Western was kind of home to him. Um, well, at least little will, you know, I mean, his dad went here. Um, FAU really did not provide anything for coach Taggart. And I'm sure it was like, eh, I don't, you know, his dad, I, I don't know if his dad had any influence on it or not, but it was probably like, go to Western. Cool. I mean, am I alone yeah, in this? Yeah, I mean, it, okay. No, I mean, no, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't know what to think. I mean, you, you don't know how they feel about stuff and, you know, yeah. I'm not, like pretending like I'm ever close to them or anything, but it's nice to see that. Um, well, you're the only one because like, I, I, I completely think I'm close to him, so that's fine. Oh, well, you know, congratulations. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, meanwhile. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, not in the slightest, but yeah. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, it's nice to see, like, it, you know, there could be some bitterness. There could be some kind of, like, you know, weird thing, like, oh, I don't want to go to my dad's school or that kind of stuff. And it's nice to see that he wanted to come here. And he said, I, yeah, he well, basically said, I'm coming back home. Like that's yeah, that's awesome for him to say something like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then of course, um, I was just looking at another name. I was looking at. Um, of course, we did lose several offensive linemen. Uh, we lost Gunner to Auburn. Uh, Rusty ended up going to Texas Tech, and Induque and in, went to Houston. He didn't really play that much, though, did he? Um, let's see. In Duke way. From what I've, uh, from what I remember, he really didn't play that much. He just kind of was like there. I mean, it sounds bad to say. And, and the bad thing is, is we don't know how these guys that 
ended up transferring, how they're going to do how they're going to do for at least what two or three more weeks at least if they're even starting. Yeah, for sure. Three um, seasons at Western appeared in thirteen games. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play very much. That's interesting. Yeah, but he ended up going to Houston. Um, yeah, well. And then he's only a sophomore, so I mean, maybe he's. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But this is one name I'm going to say, and I'm going to butcher it, and I hope he does not play. No offense, buddy. Are you ready? I think it's Quantavius Smith. Quantavius Smith. Or Quantavius Leslie, excuse me. You know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of Quinterrance. That's who I was just thinking of. But this guy's name is Quantavius Leslie. I think it's Quantavius. Mm Mm-hmm. Quantavius. He will be Leslie. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's better than... uh, Joel E.A. Booneyway. Oh my gosh. Yes. We've had some we've had some names, man. Um of course names. now now defensive side. Um how are you feeling with the defensive line? I've heard the defensive line's looking pretty good. Yeah, I I mean I think I, I was concerned about the defensive line because I mean te- technically donut Evans is is really a linebacker, but he's pretty much like kind of both. Yeah, he's kind of a linebacker, kind of a D lineman. I mean, he's going to get ten plus sacks, or he's going to get real close. Yeah, um, so he's obviously a presence up front. Um, but yeah, the other D line positions are definitely you're you're kind of looking for somebody to step up. I mean, you lost uh, Broderick Martin, who got drafted really high, and then. Another person that I really liked was uh, Lorenzo Hernandez. He went somewhere like I think he's in Arena League or something. But um, wow, he oh, was a speak- pretty solid player too. That speaking of, I, I, we have to note that Lucky Jackson is playing for the Vikings. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that earlier, yeah, but yeah, I saw that earlier. I saw that you know in the spring, I think after the XFL season and. Uh, Lucky's actually uh, he got uh, signed by the Vikings, so congratulations to him. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. There were there were a lot of uh, speaking of which, there were a lot of Western players that are former Western players or whatever. Like Jacor Pearson got some some looks in the NFL, and some other guys too that were in the XFL and and got a shot. So I'm glad yeah, to see some toppers getting some respect. Yes, congratulations. Um, um, I found another name on the roster. Okay, you ready? He plays defensive back. You ready? Abdul Latif Adua. Adu? Adu? Abdul Latif Adu. Number 27. Now he's from Van News, California. Yeah. Yeah. He that's a, that's going to be a tough name for me this year, um, but we do have Jacquez Evans. He's back playing linebacker. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's some nice uh, on the defense. There's uh, like Talik Allen is there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was a good one that made some plays. Upton Stout uh, has been on some lists for sure. Um, Rome Rome Weber was another. Role player, I think he'll play a bigger role. Um, let's see, where's the positions? There we go. Let's see who else. Um, Talik Allen, Kendrick Simpson, Simpkins is another one that I recognize. Yeah, um, junior uh, out of Montgomery, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think there are some good. Pieces there for sure. Yeah. Um, trying to find and see if there's anybody else that I recognize. Um, but yeah, I think I think the defense surprisingly might be the more sh- sure unit. I, I don't know if that's true, but obviously well, Austin Reed, Malachi Corley, you're probably going to be fine on offense. But well, I mean, and we're of course we're just making assumptions based off what we're seeing and what we've heard from some people. 
you know, closer to the program than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, we do have Corey Munson back. Uh, he is a senior this year, so, um, you know, best of luck to him this year. We've got, uh, let's see, we've got Tom Ellard. Oh, he's from Melbourne. He's a sophomore. That's great. Got to have those Aussie kickers. Yeah, that's the... Is he yeah, the he Aussie was, kicker? He was, was he the one last year? year. One okay. Last... Yeah, he was the he was the punter last year. I mean, I think uh, I'll say this, and I don't want to, you know, kind of dog on him, or whatever. But I think he had a lot of some lucky bounces, so I think it increased his uh, his numbers a little bit. So I'm, I'm good with that. that. He kind of gets that. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean that part of that is him. <laughs> Hey, Um, as long as it's rolling their way and not ours, I'm fine. Yeah, and I think it had to do with him. Honestly, his placement was really good. The fact that the ball was bouncing on the ground means you kicked it away from the guy that's trying to catch the ball. It's not a bad thing. Amen. But I I do think he he got a little lucky on some stuff. Um, So I'm hoping that he'll get that length, like actual length, and not, um, you know, get some lucky bounces to have a nice average, like, Hopefully, um, he'll be a little more solid on the on the length of his punt, his without the bounce. So we'll see. I think hey, and that's good, you know, I mean, player, and he did a good job. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's he'll do great. Um, but and that's something, and I don't know if that's necessarily a recent thing or the you know the last what five or six years, but Australian kickers or punters in the U.S or playing for college teams is like a new thing. I just feel like it's just like, it's, it's almost Mm -hmm. like if you don't have one, it's unlucky. (laughs) You've got to have an Aussie kicker. Um, so I guess we finally made it to the last talking point of the night. Um, the, uh, grant of rights, uh, media deal, Western signed with conference USA, to essentially, um, well, I mean, I'll let you explain it because I feel like I'm going to butcher it or say something. I'm going to put my foot, my mouth, and blah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do that. Okay. So there you go. All right. So let's let's set the stage. So basically, yesterday, this guy named Chris Vanini sounds like Panini, um, put out a tweet that had an article attached. He works with the Athletic. And basically it says, among other things in the article, so it wasn't just about this, but Mm -hmm. it mentions this paragraph. And then the main comment on the article is about this grant of rights thing. And it's like, what, well, what is that? You know, I've never heard of this crap. What is this? And so apparently all the, the teams in the league, uh, agreed to basically waive their rights, um, to have uh, autonomy in the in the deal with Conference USA, basically Conference USA is in charge of the TV money for these schools. And so, from a WKU perspective, when you got all of this conference realignment going on and all this extra stuff, and you know, there's the Pac Four and all this stuff, where teams are probably going to get plucked from somewhere to fix gaping holes in conferences. And basically, what this means is you've tied yourself up for the next five or six years is what it definitely looks like. Yes. And so people started freaking out on Twitter. I mean, um, there was a, there was a lot of big meltdown from everybody, including like some big names. People mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect to be publicly freaking out. Um, and so Todd and Caboni and others, you know, HAF or whatever, they had some damage control to do <laughs> because Nobody really knew about this, and it's almost like this got announced, and nobody at Western knew a thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, we've signed away our rights for five or six years. So yeah, so then we're stuck, you know. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And so then you got the narrative of, um, you know, them trying to uh, basically spin it or try to to try to answer the questions that are getting fired at them left and right. And uh, Todd actually addressed it at the WKU HAF uh, dinner. Do you have the audio of that? or? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, somebody yeah. just sent a message, so it kind of screwed up my 
we actually had a new commitment from um, had a new commitment from um, a young man whose dad played at South Carolina. Let me see if I can get this to pull up. Here we go. Good lord, that's atrocious. Yeah, I don't know why it did that. Okay, so let me I'm see gonna... if it. Uh, let me hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me try this. Okay. All right. Um, let me turn my volume down. So I'm not going to be able to hear you for just a second while I'm playing this. Um, okay, here we go. Why is it doing that? No. There we go. Colorado's won one more game this century. So prime time's got his work cut out for him. I figured it out. I'm an idiot, but there we go. Okay, my uh, Matt, is this after this? Where is this? That that's um, the later video. Okay, sorry, uh, I got the wrong video then. There was one. Oh, here it is. Found it. Found it. Found it. That was. Okay, I'm done listening to that. Um, but uh, essentially, what I'm getting is is that um, Todd makes it almost sound as if like this was the greatest thing ever. Um, from what we're hearing, Western's payout is around eight hundred thousand for this media deal. Right, right. I don't and know what we were looking at for. Do what? Um, um, also, to, also to preface this, um, this came from uh, some people that had heard, seen the conversation, and they, you know, they sent this audio to us. So somebody recorded this and <laughs> and sent it to us. So, um, but anyway, well, well evidently it wasn't you or I. So <laughs> I wasn't there. I don't. I, they came to us, um, but. Basically, it's eight hundred thousand. It was, I think, it was like four hundred and something. So it basically yeah. doubles the TV revenue per year. And when you compare it to the other conferences, um, I've seen some numbers, and um, I know. I, okay, Fletch, okay. Fletcher, I, I do have Fletcher. some. I do have some pulled up right here. Uh, okay. In the article that uh, was on the towel rack, uh, an ON three report from twenty twenty one. Uh, had some schools in the Sun Belt making five hundred thousand a year from their media deals. Uh, scrolling, skimming through, uh, there was another site that reported back in two thousand fourteen that the max payout over its then announced thirteen year deal was in the six hundred thousand dollar range. Uh, so, 
if we could be anywhere from seven to eight, but sources have said it's around eight. Right. So, and, so basically, but, it's a good deal. But we're locked in for eight yeah. for six years yeah. at least. Uh, right. It, it, well, it's five years with a six-year option. So, um, so five to six years is probably six years. Um, and basically what happens is we would have to buy ourselves out of the agreement. And so I've seen different numbers on what the buyout would actually be. But basically it just makes us a little less attractive to have to deal with that crap of no. getting out of this deal to go to another conference. Well, I think it's, I, I do agree. I think it's more on the end of um, trying to st- trying to stabilize these chaotic conferences. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So instead of having people yeah. jump from conference to conference to conference, they are now implementing consequences essentially for you to jump. Where Western, I mean, essentially, we have a coaching buyout now from the number, one of the numbers I heard, you know, this is in the millions to buy out. And that's something you can't jump it's, out of. It's an additional quickly. buyout. Yes. It's an additional buyout, too. So you got your Conference USA buyout and then you got your TV buyout. So yes. now your buyout is whatever the number is. It's Which I've heard, I've heard five mil. Have to come so, yeah, yeah, five and, million. I've heard that it's eight hundred. Whatever. I don't know what the number is. To me, it doesn't really matter. What the and you know, is. what it's it, done is it's dragged us into a difficult situation where it's if, handcuffed us in two years. The AAC, yeah. If the AAC wants us, then they've either got to accept that we're going to be worthless because they've somebody's got to pay something or we're going to have to come up with the money or whatever. And it just makes it more difficult to be able to move instead of them being like, well, well I can go pluck a team from the Sun Belt and not have to deal with this crap. And, you know, yep. uh, Western's not in a big market anyway, so why do we really need them? They exactly. look nice, but they look like a hassle. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, and like you said, it may be um, – like you said, I know you said there was a source that said 800,000 was the buyout. That could just be part of the other buyout, like you said. You know, it could be the, like I'm saying, is what I'm saying is, is this, that could be part of the buyout of the conference would be the eight. And then the other part of that buyout could be the other. I don't know. That's just a number that was told to me today. Um, and so it was like, holy shnikes. Um, but Western, what... What makes me kind of chuckle is Western's doing damage control on this. So they are trying to spin the narrative that this was a good thing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. If they're getting $800,000 a year for this TV deal, that's, that's good money for Western. Um, But the six years that people don't want to be in this conference anymore is the problem. You know, we had big names like Marshall leaving, and they we want to be in there too. Go ahead, sorry, Matt. No, you're good, man. I mean, you were talking; I was trying to interrupt you. <laughs> you're good, um, but um, I think one thing that stands out to me as an issue is one way or another, this was screwed up. Whether it, it's about the deal itself, that you know, this is a this is a little long to have to commit that you're waiving your TV rights. Um, for five years or yeah. um, the fact that n- we didn't know about this and it was already done a year ago. And, and so we're all getting blindsided by the fact that one year ago we tied ourselves into conference USA, despite some of this other stuff that's actually come out after. So yeah, that's what's disturbing. I think is like you had inside like donors who were talking to the, players and administration on a weekly to even sometimes daily basis. And had no idea. Yeah. No clue. And some, some dude from the athletic posts about it. And that's how they find out after this has been done for a year. Yeah. That's what you not Why would you not be ahead of this and be proactive and talk about how great it is for a whole year? So when this comes out, it's like, Oh, no big deal. Everybody knew that anyway. And yeah, they allowed the narrative to go on for 
half a day before they addressed it and they didn't even address it publicly. This just happened to be somebody pulled out a cell phone and recorded something. Um, but uh, otherwise we wouldn't even know some of this information. Yeah. You know, like, uh, which I, if it's, if it's such a great deal, well, and I agree. My thing is, is if it's such a great deal, then why are we covering it up? You know, that's my thought. Why, if it's like, okay, hypothetically, man, you go out and buy a cake. You don't come home and put the cake in the, in the cupboard for a year before you get it out or tell anybody about it. You're going to go eat home and eat the cake and tell everybody you got cake. It's a great deal. Woohoo. This is awesome. But no, that's not what happened. This, they went home and they were like, it's almost like it was a walk of shame, you know. Todd and Gaboni are doing the walk of shame home because of this deal. And it's like, I don't know about this, guys. <sighs> but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, he has his bow tie like strung over his shoulder. <laughs> I was thinking it was like, walking home with you know, the, it's like, it's like disheveled, his hair's messed up. <laughs> Um, oh, but like, I mean, we'll just have to see how this turns out. Honestly, yeah, it sounds bad, but we yeah, what may have great. to happen. What may have to happen in an ideal world is that Coach Helton leaves, and we use his buyout money to pay to get the to get out of this deal. That maybe will have to yeah. be what happens. That's the scenario that I'm playing out right now. Yeah, I mean, that would provide some cash flow. But, I mean, one thing about this, like, let's not be completely negative because there are some positives to this. Like, everybody is is worried about what if Conference USA disintegrates? Well, if it does, uh, that's because somebody has committed suicide, <laughs> basically, to their, mm -hmm. to their finances. Um, I mean, so it does lock in all these teams that um, that we've currently got. And then, honestly, it could be attractive to other teams to bring more in and saying, hey, you've got a deal and you've got a conference that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that. I mean, from a Conference USA perspective, Judy McLeod finally did a good job for the conference. Problem is, yeah. I don't think it's that great for WKU because WKU no. is one of the teams that could possibly get out of the conference. Jackson should have State, already been like there were some people. Yeah. I mean, right. But Jacksonville state people were like, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Because you just moved up and you, you yeah. now you feel secure and you feel like everything's going to be fine. It's different for the teams that are barely in the conference and, and barely even made it in. Well, um, okay. The teams that have been here a while could possibly go somewhere. You know? Okay. What about when I was a kid, we used to, when I was a kid, uh, my mother, uh, and grandmother used to go, they'd go to Smith's Grove and a uh, little community outside of Bowling Green. Um, and they had some business to handle and then they'd go back and, uh, they'd get Wendy's and bring it home. Okay. So in this story, I'm Jacksonville state every week, they'd bring home Wendy's. We thought Wendy's was great. We, I, I, and I've told my mother this, I thought Wendy's was like a high end fast food place. Swear to God. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Just so the listeners who have no idea, Wendy's is not high-end fast food. I'm pretty sure I got food poisoning from there. Not that one, but from one in uh, Radcliffe, <laughs> just saying. Um, but, yeah. So, that in that situation... going on in Radcliffe. Yes, they have a Starbucks now, so watch yourself. <laughs> um, but they... Um, that's maybe where Jared's at. I don't know. I haven't checked it out. But... Um, <laughs> but like what I'm saying is though, like, like you said, they're the new guys at the table. They're like, yeah, we get $800,000 and we'll stay here for six years. Of course. Why wouldn't we? And you're like, I can think of a lot of reasons we need to leave this conference. But like you said, we'll have to see. It makes it, it's inflexible. That's yeah. The, that's the scary thing for people. Yes. And you have even more obstacle in a time when it looks like. There might be some more. There's definitely going to be some kind of reshuffling one way or another, and we're stuck where we are, which yes. is what everybody was complaining about when we got yeah. stuck in Conference USA. It's like the worst fear ever being confirmed and doubled down on. 
Yes. Um, like I said, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll be talking uh, South Florida, be getting ready for that, talking some more news, um, seeing if there's anything actually leaked, any more details on the, uh, the uh, grant of rights that's leaked out anymore. If it hasn't or whatever, we'll figure out. We'll have some news for you to talk about. And uh, we'll, we'll be, like I said, we'll be back next week. So a uh, whole new season this year. Uh, we're going to be trying to get some new updates in. We'll be trying to do some, maybe doing some more video. We'll go into the video side of things. I've got to work out some details and see see if, uh, if it's possible for us to start into that. But we'll see. Um, but uh, just stick with us. Uh, we'll be here. Till at least maybe April. We'll see. <laughs> uh, but as always, guys, uh, go tops. <laughs>